It's the prime time for us to have adult conversations, so no one under the age of 18 is welcome to join this conversation as we are going to be speaking about coming out of the closet. The prime time for speaking about you taking off those gloves and letting the world know what was your experience. Are you still considering coming out? Do you fear coming out? Perhaps you came out and uh, the reaction that you expected was just unbelievable because there was support or you had a child or a family member that came out. How did you feel when they came out? How did you support them? Did you receive support? support when they were coming out and that's what we're talking about today so if you'd like to interact with us you can get us on our social platforms at SFM radio at Patricia N. Nduli or alternatively you can uh, call us on 011-714-4045 or 011-714-4038 alternatively call 0891-104-207 or whatsapp us on 0614-104-107 before I even introduce my guests The first WhatsApp I got was, good, Pat, the homosexuals deserve a platform to freely air their views on homosexuality. And that is from Khoabetzi in Bram Fisher. So this is the platform. Let's be honest. Let's not discriminate. And let's just come out and uh, be honest with each other so that everyone can feel safe to interact with this conversation for the next couple of minutes. I'd like to welcome radio and TV presenter, DJ, musician, TV producer, MC, actor, and dancer. Buji, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Patricia. Like How I, are you? I'm awesome. <laughs> I, I feel so tempted to say, Buji, Buji, baby. baby <laughs> I, I'm sure even when you walk down the street, everyone wants to, wants to relate to you in that way. I, I'm even used to it. So I just jump in. I just say, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I can be feeling really down and there's this pushy, pushy. And I just say, babe, because if I don't respond, then it's like I'm a mean person. <laughs> so I, <laughs> so I'm, I'm so used to doing it. It's, it's like just second thing for me. So, Buji, you are um, homosexual. Uh, you are mm-hmm. gay. And I know yes. sometimes we want to be politically correct. So uh, please do school me. Should I uh, say a word out of term? Okay, cool. No problem. Excellent. No so problem. I've also got someone else here who's uh, famous or infamous for having blonde hair most of his life. He's an author and a journalist and an activist, Pila <laughs> PZ Duma. Pila, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you as well. I know you're the guy with the blonde hair or uh, the gay guy with the blonde hair. Am I saying it right? <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, before we actually get started, I know this might sound weird. But I just want to congratulate you on air on the new slot. You are doing the things, honey. Oh, my goodness. So congratulations, <laughs> National Radio. You deserve it. Oh, Pila, thank you so very much. You see, there's something here that I want to mention. And yes. I, I think to, to both of you, when, when a person, especially females, start talking to um, uh, gay men, There's an energy that gay men exude, a a, a positive energy, um, a a spring to their step. Why is that? I honestly think it's more of the, it's it's something that you're able to relate to, it's something that you're quite familiar to. So when when a gay guy, especially if you're a super fan, and when you say like, hi, Bujima, yes, darling, for you, I don't know, it tickles you somewhere. You should be telling us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
And, and, and to actually add on that, Buji, I think she should be the one who's telling us because mm. they are the ones who, who execute that particular energy and, and put us in that particular space where we're like, oh, okay, come on now, let's do it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to speak for all females, but one thing I'm going to say is that I, yeah. I think it's the spring and confidence in most gay men that um, mm. make gay men so appealing as friends to, to females. But do you get the same reception from males uh, who, are, uh, who are not homosexual but heterosexual? Um, uh, you mean in terms of them being welcoming or... Buji, I think you were asking, you were saying something. Yes, I was saying like in terms of them being more welcoming, or how do you mean? Like you know, with women, you'll just say hey, and when a homosexual, uh, heterosexual man comes to you and says hey, Buji, would you do the same thing? Do 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 you exude the same energy? Definitely, with me, it never changes. Eh, it never changes. It's 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 consistent. Um, but however, with most males, they, they sometimes think that you are flirting with them. Hmm. You know, Very instead of you just being yourself. Very interesting. Okay, mm. before we get to the flirtatious side of uh, the spectrum, let's speak about coming out. And uh, before even coming out, Bougie, when did you um, identify yourself as a homosexual? I think I've known all my life. And the scariest part was feeling like I'm alone. And this was wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. And I prayed about it. I went to church a lot. I tried to fix myself until I just got to a point when I was doing like grade 11. And um, my younger brother was throwing at me said, Yeah, let's stop and I was like, Veling so. And then my mom looked at me like, Are you gay? I was like, Yes, I am. <laughs> Is that how you came out? From That's an insult from your younger brother? From an insult from my younger brother. Okay. And, and then that was it. And how how did your brother and your mother take it? I think my mom, a part of her was slightly disappointed. You know, she, I mean, she had her hopes and dreams about me. But at the same time, she ended up being one of the biggest activists when it comes to LGBTQI family. She ended up being on the, you know, on the forefront of everything, you know, like fighting for rights and making sure that nobody's being teased or nobody's being bullied when, because of, the, of their sexuality. So it, 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 I think it, it was shocked at first, but then at the end, she was okay. Uh, you know, Buju, when you say initially you try to pray it away or you try to fix yourself, those are the words you used. Were you, mm. are, you, are you saying to us that you were trying to hide? Were you trying to act macho and, act, uh, and, and, and date girls so that no one else knows? Yes, I did. And when, when, and the funny thing, the worst part of it is that when you pray, it's like the more you want it away, it's more, it's the more you attract it because you go to church to be safe. Um, but you end up at church meeting people that are like you who are actually attracted to you instead of it being now a, a safe place. And then I just felt like, okay, I'm going to burn in hell now because even a church, there's homosexuality. What do I do? Where do I go? Hmm. 
Very difficult circumstances. I'd like us to take a bit of a breather. When we come back, Peasy, I'd like to hear your story as to how you came out to your family and when you discovered that you are um, gay. We are speaking closer conversations. This is not a a discussion for anyone under the age of 18. We are talking about coming out. And uh, my guests today are the flamboyant, the fabulous, two wonderful gay men, Pila Peasy Duma, who's an author, journalist and an activist, alongside to Buji Bigwa, who's a radio and TV presenter, DJ musician, TV producer, MC actor and dancer. You can get hold of us by calling on 011-714-4045. You can remain anonymous as well if you want to tell us about uh, your your, uh, your your fears of coming out by hitting us up on WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet conversations, and these are discussions not for listeners under the age of 18. Today, we are talking about coming out if you are gay or homosexual and you want to share your story about how you came out to your family or how your child or family member came out and what the reactions were, please do um, contact us by calling 0891-104-207 or 011-714-3945-011-714-4045 on uh, WhatsApp 614 107. I'm speaking to uh, Buji Bigwa, who's a radio and TV presenter, DJ musician, TV producer, MC actor and dancer. Buji, Buji, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also speaking to Pila Pizi Duma, who's an author, journalist and activist. Before um, I even uh, come to you, uh, uh, Pila, uh, mm. I've got I've got a, a very uh, hot wrenching, hot wrenching uh, WhatsApp here. The WhatsApp says, sometimes to avoid rejection from people you love, especially family who are homophobic, the only option is to keep the truth from them. This is very sad, guys. I mean, Uh, Pila, when you were coming out, did you have the same experience? Were you fearful of coming out because you don't want to be rejected by family members or friends who are homophobic? um, No. When it comes to me, Patricia, it was... It was a totally different story. I think um, I did not have to be in a position where I had to make a decision of actually coming out. I've, I've always been a real person. I've always been true to myself. I've never compartmentalized me internally and externally. So it has always been a what you see is what you get type of situation. And we never even had to go as far as having to sit at a dinner table at home and then be like, bam, so mom, here it is. It has just always been visible and it's something that they've always observed every time, you know, they were with me because I've just always been real. So I I never had to go through that particular process of having to come out because I was out in JVL from the beginning. <laughs> I was not hiding anything. So, so it made it very easy for your family. You, did, yeah. did, did you have to utter the words, I mean, I am gay at any point? No, I did not. And I felt like 
the reason why I didn't, I, I, I didn't owe it to them. Um, because when I started discovering myself, it was at, at an adolescence age, I think I was at around 11 years old. So at that particular point in your life, you are still very immature. You're also trying to, to make an understanding of, whoa, what is it that is going on? How am I so different? So I, I had to carry myself at a very young age and, and rush to grow up and support myself first before considering them and other people and going as far as uttering that I'm gay, which I've never, ever done. Um, but it's never, ever got to that point for me now that I think about it. Well, some so, unlucky, yeah. some unlucky like uh, Bougie and Peasy, but others are fear, fear for their lives and fear for um, giving heart attacks to family members who are homophobic. Yeah. Now, I've got, a, I've got a voice note here from one of your family members. Let's listen to it. Okay. Uh, my name is uh, Zola. I'm Pila's older sister. Um, I'm 11 years older than him. Well, I always knew that Pila was gay. It was so obvious. When we were young, he would play with us, Omakaloba and Oshumbu, instead of playing with his brothers, Soka. Nje, he was an open book. Him being gay never affected me in a negative way. I've accepted him for who he is and love him uh, dearly. My family as well knew that Pila was gay at a very young age, and we love him regardless of his sexuality. Even our community as well love him. He is very friendly and lovable. Wow, Pila. Oh, so your, oh your family God. always knew. <laughs> Listen, my family always knew. And, and I'm so shocked because the, she, she never ever sat me down and had this conversation with me. Like, hi, guys, how did you get that voice note? <laughs> we can dig things up. I think everyone is listening. Bougie, I mean, don't you think it becomes easier for um, gay men who are feminine to be easily identifiable or to come out easier um, than men who are not very feminine but are gay? Yeah, that's the thing. When, when you're feminine, it's easy for you to come out. But now there's also discrimination that's happening in, in, in the gay community whereby when you're feminine, you know, you you regard it as something that really doesn't belong to the community. Whereby now you need to be more straight acting, more for men in order for you to be well accepted. And that always throws me off, whereby you are told that you're too feminine. You know, don't forget you are a man at the end of the day, so behave like one. You know, and oh. what shocks me the most is that this is, this is rejection that comes within the community before it comes from heterosexual people. This is something that's happening between us as gay guys, whereby you get rejected for being extra feminine or for being plus size or being so there's that that happens within the gay community that just throws me off at times. Oh my you know? goodness. I never ex- <laughs> imagined that even within the gay community you would have some discrimination and that's very sad to, to, to know because you would expect that a community such as uh, the LGBTQI community would be supportive to uh, each other. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And that's one of the things that I'm consistently fighting, you know, as well to say, do not say people need to be straight acting for them to be in relationships or for them to be loved or or, or for them to exist 
it's important that as a community, because when I look at how we were liberated, we're liberated by our Amsel. They were over the top gang. The likes of Somizi, you know, people that were here before us. And now you're being boxed into this thing of you need to be acting in a certain way for you to be accommodated also in the community. It's, 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 a, bit, it's a bit sad. I've got uh, Tobega from Durban on the line. Tobega, thank you very much for holding for us. How are you doing this evening? I'm okay, Patricia. Hello to your guest. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Um, Patricia, I come from a place called Eshaw, which is in KZN, and we, I think we have like a lot of gay guys in the community, and they are so accepted, it is ridiculous. And if someone like from the outside would come and tease or say any derogatory term towards those men, they will be dealt with by even straight men. Because I think we're like tightness because we're like a small community. So we stick together in a way. My goodness. Esho is is, is, is traditionally um, a rural area in KZN. Yes. Yes. Like I have a friend. Actually, his name is Kia. I think he's a chef now in Joburg. He calls himself Chanel. And like that's known. Esho, everyone knows. When he's there, December, he is there. And all the gays come out from wherever they could hide in. And they are all there. But nobody like ever discriminates or calls their name because they have cutbacks. This is wonderful to know. This is wonderful to know. Yes, because I want to ask a question, though, because I think Bougie and them, like, being in the public eye, they won't be shy to answer because there are still people who are not transformed. Um, You say that um, maybe gays are not um, permitted to be in church or they're going to be in hell. And, like, especially with that Dutch Reformed Church um, case wherein a gay person wasn't ordained or whatnot. What do we say about people who still think like that? That um, the gay society is like somehow totalitarian in a way that wants to transform everything and don't respect the rights of others. So what do they say in response to that? Because a lot of people still hold that view. Mm. Thank you so very yeah. much, uh, Tobega. Let's uh, hear, I don't know, is it Pizzi or Buji who'd like to respond to Tobega? Okay. Um, can I please get clarification on that question again, uh, Patricia. Uh, Okay, so I think we've lost Tobega there. Tobega says, what are your thoughts on um, uh, uh, churches that say you are not allowed to come into the church or be ordained in a church because you are gay? Um, Okay, in response to that, um, I think when it comes to, to churches, they all have their their own ways of doing things. And I'm just one of those people who feel like I don't necessarily belong in the church. If I want to be in touch with with my faith, I'm able to do it anywhere. But to me, it also reflects badly on them because it's, now see, we're getting deep religiously, which is something that I'm trying to avoid. For me, it's, it's a very contradictory factor with mm. that particular regard. So honestly, when it comes to that, I just prefer to stay away. They have their own ways of doing things, but it is totally unacceptable. I think everybody should be welcome because I do have um, people that I know who who actually speak against such things. I have people who, who are close to me who go to church, have accepted me. Um, I think we... 
and I don't even I don't even want to to call us flawed people because we are not that. We are definitely yeah. not flawed. Um, but those kind of churches, let them do their own thing. I will just do my own thing. They have their own ways of doing things, and yeah, we're just gonna let them be. If it makes them happy, if if it's how it's if it's what they believe in, and they want to choose to stick to those beliefs, and they do not want to open their arms and be accepting and want to learn about this particular life that we are living, and and just take initiative, you know, of, of just being in a space of something which is clearly uncommon to them, then yeah. that is their own thing. It says a lot about them. I don't think it is it, it reflects badly on us. All if right. you are that particular person who's not accepting, then that is just you. You deal with that. Buzi, do you share the same sentiments as the pillar? Yeah, uh, yes, definitely. Uh, one thing that I've done also with myself, I've moved away from the title of being called a Christian because it is most people that practice being a Christian, they they, they just don't share love and mm. and and and, and what really Christ stands for, and right. and you just sit and and I and I stopped going to church because I feel no need anymore. Even though right now during lockdown, people are asking for churches to be open. I'm like, yeah, it's still one of those. Just guys are gonna meet up then get sick still. But <laughs> it's, I've learned to really, really just move away from from anything that is Christian or anything mm. that has to do with the Bible because that there's so much. There are so many questions that no one's able to answer me. But you know, what, about, what about the view, Bougie, of a tradition? Um, uh, do traditional people hold the same sentiment as religious people when it comes to uh, homosexuals? Um, well, it depends. I think with tradition, tradition is quite man-made, so it can be quite fluid. But when you look at, when you focus on, on tradition in terms of Sangomas, Inyang, most of them are actually more... LGBTQ friendlier than All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, move on to the line. I've got Tlengi Wemkize on the line. And I think Tlengi Wemkize is another person who's got a bit of a testimony about one of you guys. Tlengi, how are you doing this evening? I'm good, thanks, Patricia. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. So you are family friends or uh, um, acquaintance with which one of these two fabulous people? Oh, actually, I'm Peasy's best friend. Ah, Peasy's best friend. <laughs> Dish out the dirt. So how long have you known Peasy? Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, my word. I've known Peasy since 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And, and um, did I mean, did you know that he was gay when you met him? Uh, okay. How should I have explained? Pila is like an open book person, you know. When I first came into school, he was the first person to welcome me. So, like, I had my suspicions, but somehow, somewhere, I had to ask him because I was curious. So we were young at that time. <laughs> yeah, I had to ask him. And when he said, yes, I'm gay, did you have different thoughts about him? Or you just said, listen, this is my friend and I love him for who he is. I was like, okay, guys, this is Peasy who's going to be my person for life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we are best friends, by the way, yes. so now. So. Oh, wow, wow. Thank, yeah. you, thank you so very much for that testimony. 
Uh, let's move on uh, to some of our WhatsApps. I see Ngonde is also on the line. But before I go to Ngonde, I'd like to go to a WhatsApp from uh, Junior Mbongwa. Junior Mbongwa says, Good evening, Pat. I'm a gay male from Pinetown. My grandmother was the first person that accepted me. And funny enough, my sister came out after me. Therefore, we have two colorful family members. Wow. Interesting wow. family. Mm. Uh, I'd like to have a discussion with you guys. And then on uh, the other hand, another WhatsApp uh, from Tony at Table View. Tony says, hi, Patricia. Good, good program. Very interesting. Um, I'd like to know how they feel when sharing changing rooms in a gym. Um, I think maybe let's start with you, Bougie. Do you go to a gym? Do you, you know, go to a changing room and how do you feel when you're with a bunch of heterosexual men? Let me tell you the funniest thing, especially when, when they know that you're gay, right? When you walk in, men will literally jump for their towels. <laughs> they will hide themselves and then you're just like, my guy, you've got what I have, like, relax. I'm not here for that. <laughs> like, honestly, it's, it's, it's shocking that Sometimes the gym can, can be quite uncomfortable. And it was worse when I was doing the interview part, of course, I was doing the whole show at uh, Virgin Active. And then now I have to go to, to take a shower. But when I walk in, guys will start hiding themselves, you know, and doing all these funny things. And I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> Pizzi, do you have the same um, reaction when you go into a gym change room or even into a restroom? Okay, mine is slightly different. Yeah. So ne- now I used to gym, but I've stopped now because I was like, wow, it's showing me flames. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was this one day, ne, uh, I went into the changing rooms. I man, and the guys over there, trust me, they, they walk around naked as in nothing on Patricia. Okay, so when, when when I walked in, I was the one who was like so uncomfortable. I was like, geez, this is not what I'm used to. I even cover myself up at home in front of people that I've, I've, I've grew up around. But with them, they're very um, comfortable. And with me, it's very hard to tell because of the way that I dress. But I would go in, do what I've got to do, and then... I wouldn't even spend a lot of time there. It was it was such a very uncomfortable space for me, unfortunately. So to all the guys who go to the gym, please wrap something around uh, in case Some I make a contact to the gym. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear that, Bougie. Some yeah. of us do enjoy the view, so... Okay, okay. Wait, wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. On the one hand, we've got uh, modest peeler saying, yeah. "Guys, wrap up." On the other hand, Bougie saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we enjoy that view." Look, I- I'll be honest. Um, as a female, I don't know how I'll feel walking into a change room of naked men. You know. <laughs> But it's not about me. It's about the no, two of no. you. No, no, Patricia. I'm sure you you must feel some type of way. Listen, I haven't I haven't had that experience, so I'm not going to talk about things I don't know, guys. <laughs> don't put me on the spot here. Don't put me on the spot. Let's speak to Ngonde. Um, remember, anyone who'd like to join in on the conversation, we are speaking to Buji Bigwa. We are also speaking to Pila Pizi Duma, and we are talking about their experience of coming out, being a gay, and being proud about it in South Africa. How their families took it. You might be experiencing 
doing the same thing, you might want to be coming out or you might have questions for them. You can call us on 011-714-4038 or 011-714-4045, Those are our numbers. Or WhatsApp us on 614 Ngonde, thank you very much for patiently holding for us. How are you doing? Good, 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 Patricia. I'm excellent, thank you. I want those guests to educate us about these concepts, LGBTI and queer, first of all. Number two, I want Bushu to be relaxed and understand that religion is very much intolerant because it is stated that God is love, Jesus is love, but they do not encapsulate what God is, right? So Bushi must relax there. And anecdotally, my sister-in-law is proudly lesbian. She was hiding for a long time, right? She even got married to a guy, right? And they have a baby son together. It was only when she got a scholarship to go to New York that when she was in New York, she was then, you know, she, she was came free to out. be herself. Wow. She came out when she was in New York. Yeah. When she came back to South Africa, unfortunately, she wanted a divorce from her husband. And she's now um, going out to with lesbian lady and they are very much in love together well Ngonde, so, tr- trust you mean on the next week around uh, about this time we're going to give the platform to lesbian females to also come out and talk to us because last, obviously the narrative is going to be very yeah, different last patricia yeah in kailisha there's a place called kailisha in cape town and this thing of lesbians gays especially lesbians being corrected is too much there right I, I tend to ask myself one question. What is it that must be corrected? Who said there was something broken? Bye-bye, Patricia. Thank you so very much, Ngonde. That last note is very, very critical and very important. Uh, Ngonde mentions the fact that religion is intolerant and Kailicha is one of those hotspots for um, corrective measures for people who are gay or lesbian. And he did ask, can you guys please um, explain what LGBTQI is? I don't know whether it's Pila or Bougie (coughs) would like to take this one. Maybe just what what the definitions mean. Uh, okay, no, I'll, I'll I'll just take the first three, and All then right. Bougie can do the rest. All right, so, go ahead, Pina. LGB, ne? it is lesbian, lesbian, females who are attracted to other females. Uh-huh. And then there is gays, which is men who are attracted to other men. And then there's bisexuals. Um, they are attracted to... To both male and 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 female, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's just how it works. And and you 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 get all the kinds, Patricia. There's there's just absolutely no limitations to it. So, mm. uh, Bougie, could you take the TQI? Okay, the T stands for transgender, which is um, you were born male but you identify as female, or you're born female but you identify as male. And when you're trans, obviously you then there's way you need to like change your your sexual parts, you know. Um, obviously, with if you have the money or you you want to extend, 
Njalo Njalo. And then, um, and then it's, it's LGBTQ. Q means queer. Ne? And queer is just gay. For me, that's how I see it. Uh, that's, that's what it means. And then I as intersexual. Which is with intersexual, I'm not sure what it really means. Sometimes also these words also throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I suppose it's all these titles that throw all of us off. I'd like us to go to our WhatsApps here, right? I, I just learned the new one called pansexual. I was shocked. I was like, how many sexualities do we have? What's hey, it called? Uh, what does Bushy? it mean? Pansexual. Pansexual. Yeah. So, I love everyone. You love oh, Like pan-Africanist. Yeah, you, wow. you, you fall you fall in love with a character. You don't care whether it's male or female or it's trans or it's you just love. So you are yeah, pansexual. Yeah, You know, if yeah. if uh, uh, now uh, Pila, that statement you made, Yonkin Sipiawasha, meaning yes. every single soap will wash. Uh, yes. If a, if a, a homophobic person said that, it would be considered as hate speech. You are aware of that, right? No, why? Because, because people, people, people will say, people will generally say, well, that's why initially I said, please educate me should I say something that is politically incorrect, right? Yeah. So when a person who's homosexual says something, it sounds like they're being corrective or they're mm-hmm. being discriminative. So some yeah. of these uh, terms, when they're said by um, yourself as a gay man, well, it, it mm. sounds funny. But if a person who is known to be homophobic says the same statement, it sounds derogative. And some of the hate speech comes from there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I suppose we're all trying to be politically correct while being accommodative. Let's go to some of the WhatsApps. Um, very juicy and uh, sassy. Does, do gay men have sex with, opposite, with the opposite sex? Opposite sex as with females. Well, well, this is the WhatsApp. Yes, I suppose so. So it says Un- un- unless if they're trans male, <laughs> or, or they're bisexual, <laughs> or they're pansexual. All right. Or they're pan- I think so. <laughs> okay. The next one. It says, "How does one become gay or homosexual? I mean, is it a strong feeling or just a choice?" But but why? Why do people keep on thinking that it's a choice? No, it is not a choice. Uh, I'm just going to speak for myself. I know that for me, it was never a choice. I don't think at the age of seven or six, five, when I started knowing that I was a a, a homosexual person, I I was in a state of making those kind of choices. So it's something that has always been there. Um, And I think, though, something that I also want to raise, that confuses people is that now you get um, you get people who have children and then all of the Sunday they're like ah man I'm now attracted to to men Uh, I'm talking about the men another man in this case so I think that that's one of the things okay Um, so you're saying it's not really uh, a choice you know, it's just never, it has never been a choice. Uh, and, and I think for me, if it was a choice, there was a point in my life I would have chosen to be straight any time because the amount of bullying, the amount of rejection um, and, the, and the feeling of you feeling like you, you are not normal is too much. You understand? It's, it's, you, you, nobody would just choose to, to just stand out. All right. Uh, it seems one of the lines have been dropped, uh, but let's keep on uh, going on. Let's keep on keeping on. Um, I've got Bougie still on the line, right? 
Yeah. Excellent. So, Pila, we've lost him. Uh, Benzito is trying to get hold of him there. The next WhatsApp says, um, so for lesbians and gays, oh, well, specifically for lesbians, do we refer to them as a he or she? Or how would they like to be addressed? For you, Bougie, as a gay guy, do you want Mm -hmm. to be addressed as a he or she? I want to be addressed as a he. Unless if I wanted to be addressed as a she, uh, which means then I would identify as female. You know, but I don't. You know, I, I'm I'm a he uh, through through and through. So I always say to people, especially when guys are saying, "Hey, Lenton Bazan," you know, it's it's it becomes a bit. I not taste. I correct. I correct. All right. We are speaking coming but, out but of the fun, closet. Yeah. Yeah, but but funny enough, us as gay guys, we can refer to our friends. Oh, this girl. You know, it's easy for us to say it. Like, we can say it, we can get away with it. But if someone else says to you, girl, and they're heterosexual, you take offense. I don't know why. Double standards. Well, I suppose it, it is that. Um, and mm. Now, the next one says, Hi, Patricia. I don't support this homosexuality things because it's against God, the creator. They must use their penis in a proper way in the <laughs> right place, which is the vagina, as God says. Uh, Sorry, has that person met God before or have they had tea with God? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> like... Did they go to heaven then come back? You are a person. <laughs> like, I would like to know. All right, all right. Let's, uh, Pila, do we have you back on the line? Yes, I am back on Excellent. the line. Excellent. Well, you've just missed the saucy one, but let's move on from that one. Um, mm-hmm. Gabriel Dumelo Mutsamai says, Good evening, all in studio. I just wanted to say much respect for gay people, especially in this society we live in. The society must learn and accept that gay people mean no harm. I have a gay friend and am a straight guy. What we should be fighting now is this pandemic called COVID-19. We love you, Dumelo. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I've got another one here and uh, doesn't give their name, so it's anonymous. I love having sex also with my wife's vagina. It's much fun. Do you like, oh, okay. Uh, I think yeah. they're asking you guys if you guys like sex. I think this brings me to this. Yeah. S- sexuality and intimacy. Once you discover that you are homosexual and is it easy to start becoming um, intimate, and I ask this question because you can imagine, as a female person who's heterosexual, when I come of age, it is not that easy for me to start becoming intimate. Breaking my virginity never becomes an easy thing for any female, and I speak from a female point of view because I'm a female, right? So it's, it's one of those things that you deliberate on and you think about for a long time. How easy is it for gay men to start becoming intimate? I mean, your first time. Hmm. But so now I'm still a virgin, shame. Uh, who, who is this? Is this Pila? Uh, yes, uh, it is. Where Pila? <laughs> I know what? you're in a relationship. I have seen pictures of you and your bae. <laughs> you guys are famous people. You forget these things. Don't lie yeah. to us on air. But I'm still a virgin, though. <laughs> virgin <laughs> way, Pila. Must come, man. <laughs> Stop lying. All right, let's, let's allow him. Let's allow. Pila, so you're a virgin. So is it difficult for you to start getting intimate? Should we believe this? No, it is not difficult. I get it, like, you know, the love department when it comes to gay relationships. Yer, it's something, yo, wow, you have to, 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 to climb the mountains and, 
and dive or do all sorts of hardships. It's a very difficult um, partnership to be in and to and to stay in for a very long time. And I think you have heard some of the things about that. But with me, we we are headed there. Like Shem, now nah, I'm 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 gonna lose it any time. So it could be even tomorrow. Um, so we'll be spe- yeah. we'll be singing Betty Ride for you. Remember oh, the yes. very first time, which is going to be around the corner for you. Of course, and I'm going to come back on air and tell you about the experience. I don't mind, yeah. My goodness. Eh, Benzito, please make sure we have a camera. We've got Twitter online. That is our producer. He's going to be hounding you, Pila. We want to know account by account. Uh, for you, Bougie, how, how easy was it to, um, to start getting intimate as a gay guy? I am... Um, I'm going to say this with so much confidence. I'm very sexual. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Struggle. I, I didn't struggle at all. I, I think the only thing that I also did with, on my side was just to research more of what, of all the sexual pleasures I like and how far I can go and how far I can stretch myself, literally. So it's been, it's never really been, uh, um, it wasn't hard for me. Like any other boy, when they meet a girl, you know, and they want to date. For me, it's always been like that. I meet a guy, I want to date them, I want to kiss them, and yeah, let's go to the next, you know, level. Let's do it. My goodness. So, so, so the journey for you has been to discover yourself first, Bougie, before going into an intimate relationship, and that is working for you. That that has worked for me. And on but, the other hand, we've got Pila saying, "Well, I'm ready for it, partner. Mm, I hope you're listening. It could be tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, it I'm could be." I'm going to drop it like a tart very soon. So, but but my lips are not virgin though. <clears throat> I don't know what that means. Please educate it us. It means that kissing has been going on, and yeah, it's something that I really like. Hey, actually, now that I think about it, and I think that's one of the things that hold me back because. I always get satisfaction there. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. You, you two are laughing. It sounds like an insider joke that we won't understand if we were not gay. Are you talking about just kissing or do you mean kissing and also oral sex, Pila? No, just kissing. If, if it is oral sex, I was also going to mention that. I get to be having closeted conversations. Definitely. Here, so, yeah, everything goes. Now... Um, Okay, yeah. now uh, the, the other question before I go to the voice note, now that we are on the sex uh, topic, there's always a notion that people want to know. When you're gay, who decides who is the, who, who is the top and who is the bottom? Hey. Would you like to take this? Yes, yeah, I think, Bougie, you one, take yes. it because you're more sexually open and uh, uh, yeah. Pila is our gay virgin. So, so, so when you start in a gay relationship, like most people will start as when you're being introduced to the gay community, the first thing that happens is that most start as bottom and then they work their way up to become top and then others just become worse. Others preferably just remain top or bottom. Or, but, but one thing that I know is that the entry level is bottoming. So, so, so it's a hierarchy thing. Uh, a hierarchy for the thing. benefit of people who don't know what bottoming is, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. But most, especially when you're young, when you introduce the gay, when you come with the sexuality, you start engaging to sex, 
most cases, you're more likely to be bottom, and which is you obviously taking, you know, having sex via anus. This is you being the one who's being, how do I put I don't want to sound disgusting on air. I'm trying to find, this is, a, you're the one who's receiving instead of the one who's giving. Okay. So you're at the receiving end. And then you, and you just keep on progressing from there onwards. Yeah, and then, because I've had friends that when we started, we're all like bottoms, and then, but they'll tell you now that I ain't doing that at all. It's uncomfortable. I don't want it. I'd rather be the one who gives than the one who receives. So it's also a personal choices then? Yeah, it's a Okay, let, let, let's, let's, let's move Patricia, to your WhatsApp. Okay, yes, Pila. May I please uh, interrupt Boji? Uh-huh. Um, he, he actually confused me somewhere. He said, <laughs> there are some people that actually top their way up, like they start as a bottom. Bagiti, can you please explain that? Because, like, I'm still stuck there. I've never no. <laughs> witnessed anybody who who had that who has that particular story. In most cases, when you're younger, right? Uh, yeah. Like I'll explain from my side uh-huh. that you, you you introduced, and then when you young and when you're young, gay guy. You become bottom. You, you are on the receiving end. And then when you realize that actually this is not for me, I don't like it. I don't like being a bottom. I actually prefer being top. And then you and then you advance to being top. So I was like, yeah. we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're yeah. Here. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's move to the voice notes, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. I'm Tabelo. I'm not gay, but I love gays, man. They are full of life. And uh, I unashamedly associate myself with gays. I make no apology about that. I love them. I love their energy. They are full of life. Bye-bye. Wow, oh, we are so obsessed with you. <laughs> mm. you. All right, guys, uh, keep your pants on. <laughs> Don't be obsessed with the guy. So there's another uh, WhatsApp here. It says, as a gay person, I can say being gay is just a na- as natural as being straight. It's not a choice. It It's how your body responds to natural circumstances around you. The next one says, uh, let me see. My best friend used to ask me where I stand when it comes to gay people. And my response was so so terrible little did i know that he was trying to show me some signs he eventually confided his position and i felt so bad the whole experience was an eye opener for me to never judge he only needed me to assist him to disclose i play that role and i am so proud till this day we are best friends from dogozo and then uh, the last one uh, before we wrap up, uh, gentlemen. Good evening for your guests who have just asked how the person ever saw God. Uh, does he believe in God? I don't have a problem with gay people, but I believe in God. And because God is spirit, does he have a spirit inside him? If he does, then has he ever seen his spirit? This is for you, Bougie. Say, do I believe in God? Yeah, and uh, do you have a spirit inside no, definitely I do. I believe in God a lot. I, I I just said I moved away from the only title of being Christian. That doesn't change my belief. And, and 
fact that I do pray all the time when things are not going well for me, I do kneel down and talk to God and have a proper conversation. The reason of me just moving away from church, it was just the the stigma that every time as a gay guy, I, I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I'm not wanted. It's mm-hmm. like uh, every time when they see me, it's, I've got this, it's like I'm a sinner all the time and everybody is a sinner. I mean, we're all sinning, but now... With me, it's like, how dare you even come here? And it was worse because I used to go to to to, 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 to a very popular church whereby you were not even supposed to serve inside the church. To be part of anything, you can come there and pray and then leave. But if you want to be part of the worshipping team or if you want to be part of the ushers, you can't serve anything. And then I made a conscious decision to say, I am going to go on my own spiritual journey. Sure. Um, And uh, we've got uh, one last uh, voice note that our producer feels is very important for us to play. Good evening, MP. Um, Good evening to your guest and good evening to the listeners. Um, Now, honestly, like I used to hate gays. Um, I don't know why I used to hate gays, but now I think um, I love them. Um, They're full of energy and um, I made peace with it. So I, I love them as... They are human beings like ours. Thanks. Well, it's good to know that tolerance has increased in our society. Thank you so very much, uh, Pila. Thank you so very much, Bougie. As we wrap up, what are your words of encouragement to our society and to families of people who need to come out? Let's start with you, uh, Pila. Okay. Um, When it comes to coming out, um, if you are listening now and you you obviously want to come out to make sure that you are in a right space emotionally and psychologically. Don't do it because the next person expects you to. Don't do it because you are in a relationship with somebody who's already out. Because at the end of the day, you are the one who is going to have to deal with the backlash. Um, So make sure that you are emotionally strong because you're going to deal with a lot of things. You're going to deal with everything. Um, When homosexuality is still highly stigmatized in our country, which is a disgrace, actually. But if you are considering coming out, make sure that you are prepared. Be prepared for the repercussions because they are going to come. I wish you all the best. And much love from me. Thank you so very much. That's Pila PZ Duma. And to you, Buji, what's your word of encouragement to families and communities out there that have to be um, accepting and welcoming to uh, a gay community? Uh, I'd like to say, when, if, especially if you're not gay, when you look at a gay person, don't ever make it about yourself. It's not about you. It has nothing to do with you. It's, it's, it's literally someone being themselves. And when you are gay, the first thing that you have to do, even before you come out, is to love yourself unconditionally. You need to have that love for yourself that you... But like, when they look at you, they say, you should be like that. Because you need to give yourself so much love because the re- when rejection comes, it will take away from you. So you need to love yourself unconditionally so that you can also be able to give love as well and when you see a gay person when you're not gay remember it's not about you it has nothing to do with you they're not raping you they're not taking anything away from you the least you can do is just respect people's decisions and people's lives and continue as you were and that's all
Thank you so very much, Bougie, Bougie. And thank you very much, uh, Pila. We've had such a great and eye-opening closet conversation with both of you. Thank you, gentlemen. That marks uh, the end of our show. From the team and I, Phineas Ndoba and uh, uh, Benzito Ricotta and myself, Patricia Dooley, may goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success until tomorrow.